Good morning and welcome. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's a good morning, isn't it? Yeah. Priest here for two weeks. Fire and brimstone today. Our sermon text is going to be our psalm that's scheduled for the day, Psalm 32. And uh, we're going to, as, as you hear all of our readings this morning, the Old Testament, the, the New Testament, and the Gospel, it's a lot about sin, a lot about confession, and some about forgiveness, which makes the psalm really well, because the psalm talks about David. David is, has committed a great, great, great crime, and he's down in the dumps, and he realizes that he thinks he's pretty much dead, and he goes through that process of confession, and then the gift of God's forgiveness. And so we're going to walk through that. It's only 11 verses today, and uh, maybe each of us may take that same walk at some time. Uh, also today, we are bringing back uh, the offering plates in the worship service, which we stopped at COVID because of all the requirements they put on us. So the offering plates, if you remember, three years ago, uh, the ushers will come up, they'll collect the plates from the acolyte or myself, and they'll bring them back and they'll pass the plates, and then they'll bring them up. We'll be singing a hymn during the offering, and then during the offertory, I'll have you all rise up as they bring the offerings, and we go into prayer. So we felt it was a good time to bring it back after three years. And we've had a lot of people asking, you know, are you ever going to pass the plate again? And he said, okay, we'll do it. Um, right after service today, here in the sanctuary is our voters meeting, and we invite you all to, to stay and be a part of that as we share some of the things that are going on at the church, from uh, things inside the church, things outside the church, and the finances of the church, and all of our boards and committees will share some too. As always, we pray that as we, we hear God's word through the songs and the hymns that we sing, through his word, hopefully through the sermon, and most certainly through the body and blood of Christ, that, that your faith is strengthened, and if there's any healing you need, God might bless you with that healing today. Let's rise and sing our opening hymn, Lord Jesus Christ, be present now.
Our worship service is Divine Service 1, and if you'd like to follow along in the hymnal, you can, starting on page 151, or you'll see it on the screens. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Take a few moments for silence, reflection on God's word, and for self-examination. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father, most merciful God. Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the peace from above and for our Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the peace of the whole world for the well-being of the church of God and for the unity of all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
The Old Testament reading today is from Ezekiel 33, verses 7 through 9. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. This is the word of the Lord. And we shall read Psalm 34 responsively. Fear the Lord, you his saints. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all. So the epistle today is from Romans 13, verses 1 through 10. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that, have, that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then have no fear, then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For the same reason, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is to, owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you sh shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please, brother. 
me as a child. He put it in the midst of them and said, Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world for temptations to sin. For it is necessary that temptations come. But woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if you hand, your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter like crippled or lame than, than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man came to save the lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes, has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountain and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let it be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. This is the gospel of the Lord.
Heavenly Father. Forgive us for all the sin we commit. We thank you for that incredible gift of forgiveness. In Jesus' name. Let's sing our hymn together.
Spirit of God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So our sermon text is Psalm 32, verses 1 to 11. And if you'd like to, by the way, you can follow along. Um, and reading from the ESV. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away, through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble and surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will count to you with my eye upon you, but not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curved with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many of the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. The When our family, Dan and I, and our kids were in Panama for a couple of years, I would typically teach people by saying, Hola, como esta? Which is the name Thai, how are you? And here, it's often the same, right? We go along, we see some Thai, how are you? And two languages, but the same one greeting. And I find it interesting that how many people are really concerned, and seem to be concerned, about health. That is the very first thing they ask about when greeting someone. And I suppose that that's only, that's only natural because good health is often considered to be the secret to a happy, happy life. Our health is precious. So it's important to take care of it by watching what we eat. Now, I may not look like it, but if it wasn't for Jane, I would have a horrible diet. And there would be... Um, well, we'll skip that part. And then, um, <laughs> but we also need um, exercising. And anybody here run or walk or swim or go to the gym often? Okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm busy. Yeah, was um, And then there is my favorite, the regular checkup. You know, the annual physicals at my age, we have those. And um, it's usually an argument and a discussion with my doctor about my cholesterol. So how many of you have an annual or biannual physical? Ah, okay. Majority of you. That's good. Take care of one side. Um, so what about, though, what about your spiritual health? We best not neglect our spiritual health um, or our spiritual well-being. In fact, we should be more concerned about our spiritual fitness than our body's fitness because our souls will last forever while our bodies in its present form will not. So if I were to ask you how your spiritual health is, how would you answer? Let me ask you a question. 
I acknowledge my sin to you. And I did not know I could do. I said I will confess transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. To confess our sins, it doesn't just mean to admit that we are sinned. It means to be truly, truly sorry for the hurt and the offense that we might have caused. If we don't acknowledge that our sins have been offensive and hurtful, then we won't see any need to change or any reason to ask for forgiveness. Confession, however, it cannot recover. It is not For a microphone, says, well, we're asking. So recovery comes when you and I cling to forgiveness. Forgiveness that Jesus has won for us. Judas is an example of someone who confessed his sin when he admitted that he had betrayed innocent blood and handed Jesus over to the Sanhedrin. But Judas never recovered because he didn't cling to the gift of forgiveness. Peace from our guilty conscience can only come from knowing and believing that God does not hold those Blessed is the is the man against whom Lord counts no iniquity, and whose spirit there is no deceit. To be blessed means to have a God-given joy that is beyond explanation. True happiness comes from knowing that our sins, yours and mine, are forgiven because it means that God will not punish us for our sins. It also means that we are confident that death is not the end of the road, but just the beginning of a beautiful life with Christ in heaven. And that life is forever. But knowing that we have forgiveness of sin doesn't just give you and me strength. It also gives us confidence for the future. But even more than that, it gives us confidence for right now, this time in our life. David says in verse 10, many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Isn't that a beautiful promise? Let me read it again. Listen to the words. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. And the Lord is Jesus. Just think, God's unfailing love is wrapped around each and every one of us like a life preserver. Because, because of that, we don't have to be afraid of drowning in the life's difficulties or fears. God's unfailing love will always keep you and me afloat. Of course, it doesn't mean that we won't go through some rough weather, weather but it does guarantee that no matter how high the waves are, you and I will still float on top of them, sustained by God's love. Cling.
to God's forgiveness and trust that, that you are surrounded by his unfailing love, no matter what storms in life you may have to go through. That's the secret of a healthy spiritual life. So how is your spiritual health? When's the last time you really checked? And let me ask you this. When is the last time you had a physical? Your spiritual health needs to be checked daily because we sin daily, multiple times. Examine yourself today by making sure that you are sorry for your sins and that you are not trying to hide them from God. Test your faith to see whether or not you are clinging to God's promise of forgiveness and not something else. So how is your spiritual health? I pray that it is as healthy as David's because he said it in truth. He said, blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sin is covered. Verse 1 of our text. And thus, blessed are you if you know and believe that. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, help us through the power of your Holy Spirit to not forget that we indeed are sinners. Help us to confess our sins and to receive the incredible gift that Jesus won for us. So we too will have a healthy spiritual life, one of faith and one everlasting with him. Because he lived for us, he died for us, and he rose for us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let us rise and, prof and profess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We pray for the whole church, that through it the goodness of God may be shared, and we pray for those who lead the church, that mentored by your mercy, they do so with devotion and humility. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for the nations of the world, asking that voices that call for peace be heard, and that the rich bounty of creation be careful, carefully nurtured and thoughtfully shared. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our families and everyone in them. Remove any sense of envy from among all of us, Lord, that we rejoice in the gifts you have given each of us. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for those whose work is dangerous and for those who feel that what they are doing is not noticed by others. Grant a sense of satisfaction to all people in their various vocations, that together we rejoice in times of prosperity and times of adversity. 
be of support to one another. Bless those engaged in works of Christian mercy. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for, for those li- whose lives now uh, who know burdens and challenges, who petitions are joined with ours. This day we commend to your care Bill, Bill Dar- Davis, who is um, in rehab at, um, here in Reading, uh, for Nancy and Alvin Parker, who have COVID, for, for Joan, who has um, ovarian cancer, who will begin uh, treatment soon, for the family of Nan Martini, who was called to her heavenly home, and to those on the island of Maui who continue to recover from the disastrous fire. We pray for all your children who are in need of prayer. Lord, in your mercy. We pray that our offerings given here this day be sacrifices acceptable to you, O Lord, and that with your blessing they find holy uses to your glory. Lord, in your mercy. With gratitude, we remember those who have completed their earthly journeys and whose by faith now rejoice in your presence. Grant that their memory among us be blessed. Lord, in your mercy. These things and whatever soever else we should have asked of you, grant us by your mercy, O God, for the sake of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Be seated. And as we collect... Uh, be seated. And as we collect our offering this morning, also put, put in your attendance card or your communion card also in the offering plate. Um, we sing, uh, your grace is enough.
Please rise. Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Join in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he's betrayed, took bread. And after having given thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The same way after supper, he took the cup. And after having given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink, this is the cup, the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Please rise. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this solitary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy, you will strengthen us through the same in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. We sing our closing hymn, Hark the Voice of Jesus Crying.
Please be seated. Have an announcement? You want to use this? About exercise. You should probably walk up there. Right? I know, right? I should kick my legs up there. Good morning, everybody. So this Thursday, we begin our stretch and strengthening class at 845 um, in the sanctuary. It's conveniently sandwiched between the men's Bible study and the women's Bible study, so it's open to all. You don't have to come to Bible study to do it, but it's kind of a nice thing to do. Um, we're going to start out nice and gentle with some stretching and strengthening and balance and all that good stuff. So wear some comfortable clothes. Come join us. You don't have to be standing to do it. You can do it all seated in a chair as well. So we look forward to seeing you 845 this Thursday. Any other announcements? Well, two weeks in a row, hardly any announcements. I have one. So next Sunday, and a week from this Wednesday, we start our new Bible study on the book of Revelation. Um, do, do you all get the um, Thursday's new letter that goes out? If you do not get that, stop at the booth before you leave today and let Jason know, because all the information about that Bible study will be in this Thursday's notification. So it's, uh, um, so you know, it looks like Wednesday will be at 7 o'clock in the night, maybe not in the morning, and then here will be right after us. But we're, we're, we need to make a few more adjustments to it, so we'll, we'll give you the exact time for Wednesday as soon as we work out a couple of things. It'll be 11 weeks, no more, and no less. And uh, because we are doing this, we are actually reviewing a study that Concordia Publishing House has put out. They've asked us to participate in this. So we get to make all the comments we want in the world. So part of it as we go through it is I'll be asking you, does this make sense? Does it not make sense? Could we do this better? Could we do it differently? So you're all part of the review team. So all of you should come to this Bible study. And then at the end of Revelation, we will do the last three weeks of the end times, which will fit really well with it. So with that. Um, any other announcements? Hey, Jason, you want to give us the rules and the orders for the voters' meeting and how that's going to go? And, and I'm going to go change while he's doing that. Welcome, everyone. Sorry about the uh, microphone issues. It was working fine yesterday, so I don't know. Gremlins. So we're going to just go right into our voters meeting, our second for the year. Uh, it's not really, we're gonna, not really going to be voting on anything, but it's more going to be an informational, just bringing you up to speed on what all the various committees and boards have been working on since January, since our last voters meeting. Um, we'll bring uh, the meeting to order. I got 1019. Um, so how it's going to work, we'll start with an opening prayer uh, when pastor's done. Then pastor's got a few things to fill in. Um, then I'm going to be uh, just going over some reports from the elders, facility committee, and the caring outreach committees. And then uh, Isla's got a, a youth board uh, going to talk about that. Uh, then we've got a presentation by Doreen and Crystal about the from the Board of Christian Education, uh, what they've been working on. And then we're going to end it up with our treasurer's report, 
from uh, Dave Parrish. Um, I'll go ahead and start with a prayer. Our most gracious Father in heaven, we're so thankful to be here in church today to listen to the your word and pastor's sermon. Please let's take it into our hearts and minds and share it with those outside of our church walls. Uh, let this voters meeting uh, fill the congregation with much needed uh, information uh, so they know what's been going on at our wonderful church. Uh, say these names in your son's Jesus Christ's name. Amen. <clears throat> 